Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Okay, so uh, a special episode time because we figured, you know, with the Matt Murray trade situation happening, um, it will get buried in whatever happens on Wednesday for free agency. We know this. So we figured let's hit it now. Let's talk about it. Everybody else is in the lead up to free agency. Matt Murray comes to Toronto. Uh, It had been rumored for days, but here uh, is the actual trade. It's Matt Murray and his salary, 25% retained. Uh, for um, Matt Murray, <laughs> uh, Matt Murray and a third and a seventh. And honestly, the reaction is mixed, but I want to start with this from at hockey underscore brunch. I thought this tweet was funny, even though it's definitely anti-Leafs. He said, so to be clear, the Senators traded for the best available young player in the league and offloaded the worst contract in the league to their biggest rival, still have all their first and second round picks going forward and didn't lose a single prospect. How is that possible? Those two well, the things did very true. well. <laughs> the I, did I mean, well. <laughs> is, is to bring it the best young player in the league tradable? Well, available, available. available. Okay. Yeah. He said best player available. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. He was kind of the best player on the trade market. Um, and, uh, you know, to say they had all their picks and prospects going forward, they did trade the first round pick seventh overall for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, the, uh, I think we need to start with the fact that the Ottawa senators have done pretty damn well the last few days. They've had a very good few days and they're determined to be relevant and they're, they're in on everyone. Like when was the last time you heard the Sens were in on anybody? You know what I mean? They're in on Drew. Why? You're not competitive. You're in on Uyghur. Why? You're not competitive. You're in a Debrinkat. Why? You're not competitive. Oh, wait a second. If you get all three of those guys and you got a decent core and you got all your pay- Oh, okay. Jeez. The Sens are kind of legit. They got some work to do, mm-hmm. but who doesn't? As it stands right now, like I wouldn't say that they're like a playoff team. Maybe you start having that no, conversation but- when Giroux and Uyghur show up if they do. But it's, I mean, it's nice to see them in the picture because they've been kind of a complete non-factor for three years. The, the Atlantic's going to be ridiculous. The fourth spot in the Atlantic is kind of up for grabs because if you look at Boston, you're saying, okay, if they're missing half the roster to start the season, there's an opportunity for somebody to hop in there. Like you're probably locking in Tampa, Florida, Toronto. And then you have this fourth spot that's kind of open to whoever's going to grab it. And if uh, Pierre Dorian thinks Ottawa's got a shot here, then why not just go for it and get yeah. Drew and Weger? Why not? I'm very, I'm very uh, impressed by what Dorian's done over the last couple of days for sure. He's taken advantage of his own situation, which used to kind of work against them. But, you know, it's interesting. People got mad yesterday. We were talking about Matt Murray. And I said, listen, you know, Ottawa is not a, uh, you know, a, a big spending team. And and people are offended by that because we just said, listen, they got to bring cat. Oh, they they're, are. They're in on the. They are then. <laughs> well, I think what it is, is they're not a dead money team. And what I mean by that is they're not going to be. Yeah, they might spend money on players, but they want to spend money on players that are actually going to play. They're not a team that's going to retain a lot. And a lot of Leaf fans are like, why couldn't we just get them to simply retain half of Matt Murray's salary? Well, because they they couldn't do that. They can't do it. Um, They got to use that money elsewhere. Their internal budget is less than the salary cap. They can't do it. And they're not just, it's not like you just go to the family and say, uh, you know, the Melnick family, simply give us more. Uh, Eugene has passed away. So that means that, you know, there are budgets that 
are set and that's the budget and that's all you're getting. And we don't know how that ownership sh- situation is going to shake out. But I can tell you this, while you know you are working through somebody's will, while you're working through uh, somebody's assets, things kind of just stay flat. Uh, it's not like you know they they got, they got the money they got the you know and the, the Leafs got the two picks out of it and that is supposed to be the compensation that the extra holding back of salary would have been. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, there are a lot of, there there are a lot of situations where this could work out. There are, but it's an enormous risk. I'm less worried about whether or not Matt Murray is good, and more worried about is Matt Murray healthy. And if they're heading into the season and they're going out and getting another goalie, but it's obviously not going to be a ex- very expensive goalie, which means it's obviously not going to be a very good goalie. Matt Murray is the starter. This oh, yeah. dude played 20 games last year. Peter Morazic played 12 games the season prior. The Leafs gave him three years and it was a disaster. The very next year, after moving down 13 spots to get rid of him, they go and get a guy who played 20. And like, well, yes, he didn't play very many games, but he actually played quite well. That's Morazic. That's Morazic. It's Carolina Morazic. The difference was Morazic put up those numbers on a good team. The Senators, for as fun as they could be at times, and who knows what they'll be going forward. Last year, especially on defense, they were awful. So the fact that anyone has anything good to say about Matt Murray at all in his play is wonderful. But, dude, it's an 82-game season. If you go out and get... Uh, by the way, I've been, I've been saying Corpus Allo a lot. I didn't realize he was an 877 last year. Mm-hmm. Morazic was an 888. Yeah, oh, yeah. He wasn't particularly good either. Um, but, like, they get, they get Shelgren back there. Is he the full-time backup behind an injury-prone goalie? Oof. Is Joseph Wool back there? behind an injury-prone goalie? Oof, I don't know. Can you go out and get Simsonov? Uh, can you make a deal for, yes, I know it's me saying it, but it's actually quite practical, Reimer? Mm-hmm. Like, I, even Reimer, I think, might be out of their price range. I, I think I think uh, this team is, is going to go, you know, there was a meme yesterday. Uh, goaltending is fake. Just get Malkin. Uh, like I honestly <laughs> kind of think that's the plan. Yeah, maybe like, not Malkin specifically, <laughs> but like I don't know. Goaltending's we'll we'll figure it out. I don't know. Uh, and they'll just they'll just go out there and try to win games a billion to one, or a bill. Uh, sorry, a billion to a million. Seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, we'll go ahead. Go ahead. No, I I gotta. There's a couple things with the trade that like stand out to me. Uh, one thing is on August 13th, 2013, uh, Kyle Dubas hired John Elkin to come on as goalie mentor for the Sioux Greyhounds, and his goalie at the time for the Sioux Greyhounds was Matt Murray. And Matt Murray and John Elkin worked together when Matt Murray was a kid. And that was his goalie coach. And then he brought him on to the Sioux Greyhounds to be the goalie mentor. And then in 2022, Kyle Dubas goes out and he hires John Elkin to come to the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. And then a couple weeks later, he goes out and gets Matt Murray to become the new starting goaltender for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And with the whole deal, I just wonder how much he's blinded by these people he's spent decades with in the the hockey world. 
was there not a better option besides these gentlemen that you already knew that you have a past with? Is there not a better way to spend this money besides, hey, familiar faces? I know this worked in the Sioux, so let me try it again with the exact coach and the exact goalie. I think you probably... Sorry, Steve, do you want to go? Well, I was going to say it's Kyle Dubas, it's Sheldon Keefe, it's Wes Clark, it's Victor Carnero, it's John Elkin, it's Matt Murray, it's Michael Bunting. It's uh, help me out, like Jack Campbell. Just Jack Campbell. It's how isn't Nick? Uh, Nick, how isn't Darnell Nurse Leaf? Like, <laughs> I just, I just need to know how did he got Nick Ritchie? Yeah, Nick. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 it keeps going. It keeps going, and like the the feedback is often, yeah, but they're good. Mm, not all of them. Not all the the front office guys. Like, listen. Uh, they work together and they make amazing regular season teams. They, ha- you know, it's with non-Sue players, by the way, with a London Knight and a Zurich Lion and uh, <laughs> a uh, Zurich uh, Lion. And, That's and what we're Lon- calling Austin. And another and another London Knight who uh, was also, I think, a general. Um, that's Tavares and and you know a, a Kelowna Rocket. He was never a knight. You're right. Yeah, uh, I like, was I like only ever a gen. Matthew's a Zurich lion. That's, yeah, well, that's what was. we need to go with from he now was. on. <laughs> I like that. I think, I think Jesse, you, you, you make an interesting point. Was there not better options? I think that there were, I think if anybody looks at this and goes, this is what the Leafs wanted. Um, no, mm-hmm. uh, this was not their first choice. We know that it wasn't their first choice. Uh, we, you know, we heard draft scuttlebutt. We know it wasn't their first choice. Um, we know that it probably wasn't their second or third choice as well. This is what they had left. Campbell was going to have a long-term contract. The Leafs were not comfortable with five years. Yeah, could they have paid him five million bucks? Sure, but they were not interested in a five-year contract for a 31-year-old who was not in an NHL until he was 26 and had two good months last year. And let's call it what it is, right? And then, so you you don't want to do five years on Campbell. You're interested in Kemper. Well, Kemper doesn't want to come to Canada. He wants to go to Washington. He's where he's going. Uh, Georgiev's already traded. Uh, Billy Husso's already traded. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury re-signs in Minnesota. And all of a sudden, it's like, what are you left with? Right? And the people are like, well, there were maybe there were better trades out there. Maybe there were, but the Leafs had a different sort of scope of the market at that point. I think, honestly, they already tried to trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. I think that I'm sure that that was probably one of the guys on their on their list, and he resigned before he even made it to market. They couldn't should have should have tampered harder. Yeah, t- yeah, but stronger. So everything I think- you just said sounds to me like that's on the GM. You oh. know, like if there was deals out there and other GMs made them, why couldn't Kyle Dubas? Well, maybe he doesn't believe in the trade. I mean, Huso Huso is one that. I get, I get that there's risk there, but it was only a three year contract that Detroit signed him to. I think he's less of a risk than Matt Murray. Uh, honestly, um, I agree with you know, Georgiev as well. Georgiev too, yeah, hundred percent. I, I mean, the thing is with Georgiev is is he a starter? Matt Murray's been a starter. He's won cups. So, and you know, you know how NHL general managers are, and they're all the same. Don't tell me Dubas is any different. They love a guy with a ring. Been there, done two. that. They love well, and he's got two. But you know what I'm saying, right? It's like, well, he's won. He's got that championship pedigree. Ugh. And 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 I'm and I'm I'm not trying to denigrate Matt Murray because there are some positives here. Let me bring some up here because I wanted to look at this and go, okay, honestly, what do they see? And Ian Mendez, friend of the show, writer for the Athletic, Ottawa Senators reporter, said, "Leaf fans, there was a six-week stretch from January to February last season where Matt Murray was dynamite. 
941 save percentage in that window. Then he had a couple of poor, uh, poor starts and then the concussion. He's going to come to Toronto very motivated. And then Money Puck uh, has uh, the uh, goals, goals saved above expected. Matt Murray comes in at, oh, we just got to find him here. He comes in. <laughs> you're, you're, he smokes Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic. What's that? He smokes Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic in this in this statistic. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's a plus goal saves against. Uh, I'm trying to find him. Yeah, I cannot find this. Guy. Yeah, there's so much information out there. To me, it's it's all uh, it's so much less to do with Matt Murray and everything to do with circumstances surrounding Matt Murray. Like he struggled in recent years. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at the full scope, it's not shocking at all that he struggled. I mean, there's the emotional side of things. He lost his father and that, yes. that affected him very adversely, right? As, as it would anyone. He suffered some injuries. He changed scenery. He, you know, had some disappointing circumstances with that change of scenery. He struggled. He had some more injuries. He got the concussion. Um, he had to be medically cleared um, or had his, had his medicals evaluated just to get this trade uh, to go through. Mm-hmm. So when I say circumstances surrounding Matt Murray, I'm worried about his lack of support in Toronto. Like they go out and they got Curtis Sanford. He's the new goalie coach. They got John Elkin there who he's familiar with. That's going to help. But at the end of the day, who's the other guy? Because you're always a moment away from having to rely on the other guy. Go look at Pavel Francouz and how big he was for Colorado in these playoffs. Dude went six and zero, oh. mm-hmm. six and zero, oh. and part of that is because his team was incredible. I think the Leafs have a pretty good team uh, in front of their goaltending as well. But you need that other guy. Francouz made some other saves, and I got to say, I'm disappointed with the lack of creativity and the lack of complexity in the trade. Yeah, I really thought there would be a third team. I really, really thought there would be a third team. And I mentioned the Chicago Blackhawks, I think, on a recent episode. I don't remember if it was yesterday or the previous one. I think that's a miscalculation. I don't think Chicago has any interest in uh, helping teams facilitate these things. Because even though they have the cap space, let's remember, they're one of the league's mightiest teams financially, but they had a disastrous year in terms of attendance. and. They've had a number of settlements and yeah. fines. Um, so that's that's going to hurt them financially. And I'm sure they're not stoked to be like, yeah, sure. We'll we'll take uh, this pick uh, and and we'll eat several million dollars for you. I don't I don't think it's something they're interested in. Arizona, at, like at this point, do they need more picks? I, I don't know. Like they also they also don't want to be spend, a third team here. They also don't want dead money. No, like, they'll take your dead money if they don't have to spend much. But they don't want to pay dollar for dollar. They'll I take really that suit if you own seven hundred and fifty grand on a ten million dollar contract, yeah. you know, and he's retired or LTIR or whatever it is. But they don't want to do the one for one. Oh, I have to pay him real dollars? No, I'm not interested in that. Well, and you have and to pay you, for that. And Kerfoot, who I uh, threw out there because he has a three point five million cap hit, uh, but he only makes seven hundred and fifty thousand against the cap. If the Sens get all the guys that they're going out and getting, um, they're not going to have any trouble. Uh, getting above the cap floor and also his partial no trade. Uh, maybe he just said no. I, yeah. I, so th- just because there's reasons to it doesn't mean it's not a little disappointing. So I had 
I had the money puck stuff pulled up, but weirdly, all the Ottawa goaltending from last year, they're the only team that's disappeared. That's why I'm making funny faces at the camera. There was it was all there and now it's not there. So that's I can't, okay. We can we can move on from I that. I can't see that. But but um, you know, then you look at so I gave you Ian Mendez's take, and then I'm gonna give you Justin Bourne. And Justin Bourne uh came up in the analytics era, right? He's a big time believer in the analytics thing. Um, obviously his father played in, in the, in the show, won cups with the Islanders. Justin mm -hmm. went to the ECHL. I have to give you his resume before because people are like, well, he's just a guy on TV. No, Justin Bourne is not a fucking guy on TV. He's brilliant. And he was also it's a handsome fucking guy on TV. Yeah. yeah. He, he was also a, uh, a member of the Leafs organization mm -hmm. under Dubas. Mm -hmm. He was a, I believe, uh, in, in the coaching staff for the Marlies. And so here's what he said, boy, I do not get the Murray thing. Trade screams, analytics, people throwing their hands up and going, nobody can figure out who's a good goalie anyway. Maybe Murray back, bounces back and, hey, free assets or something. But Matt Murray at 4.68 times two, I just cannot believe that that's the plan. Maybe I'm missing something about what you can do with the deal if things go sideways. But Murray has played 88 games in three years and hasn't played overly well. Was okay last year. Okay, got it. But the bet, the bet must be that it was Ottawa. It was a bad situation and the injuries were bad as well. I just don't like the use of the cap that way. And I think it's hard to disagree with him. I know mm -hmm. that Murray's relationship internally with the senators wasn't good. No, that's yeah. been now widely reported and it wasn't before, which is interesting. So that situation never really worked. Um, you're coming off playing with Crosbin, uh, Crosbin, <laughs> Crosbin, Crosbin. Yeah, Malkin. It should be Crosbin, Crosby, Malkin, Latang. Like, I get it. I get it. I get why going to Ottawa would be a tough one. Um, but yeah, there's, there's plenty of reasons to be skeptical about this and not bend yourself into a pretzel to try to rationalize it. Now, is there some upside here? Absolutely. But anybody that says, you know what, I, uh, I'm not really going to question this. This is good. I, I, I said last night on Twitter, I think the thing I'm, I'm most interested in is the fact that Dubas is like, fuck it. I'm sticking to the plan no matter what. And he's going to see this through. And I respect it. But as a Leaf fan, I'm terrified. Because uh, I don't know, as you said, Steve, it's an 82-game se season. It's been a long time since he's approached 40. Listen, if this works out, Shanahan, uh, sorry, Dubas looks like a genius. Shanahan looks like a genius. It's July 12th, 2022. I'm planting my flag in the ground right now. If this doesn't work, Dubas is fired. Shanahan's fired. Both of them. Both of you gone. You've been here for for a long time. You had no success. Gone. Both of you. You approve this. You approve this. Now, if Steve, you're at the helm if, the entire time, both to, of you out. To to just put an asterisk on that. Let's say it doesn't work out, but they're able to make a move in season that does. You don't fire them then. No, like it all comes <laughs> down to did they succeed or not? Right. The results. The result. I mean, like, I'm not stupid. They're putting it out there that they're looking. They're still looking for goalie help. You know what I mean? And I, I think, if I think if they can sign a goalie tomorrow, they will. Um, and if that doesn't work, uh, they'll try to get another one in season. They might try to get another one in season anyway. Oh boy, Jesse, you were going to say something. I was, yeah, just to Steve's point about them being fired i think for sure this is dubis's last starting goaltender i don't think there's any other way to look at it because if it works out then matt murray carries you to success and that's the guy you're going to stick with over the next couple of years and if it doesn't work out this was probably his last try and 
he's gone after that. So it's a huge risk. And if he believes like, this is what I want to stake my reputation on, like, go ahead and do it. And we'll see how it plays out. I think, I think there's a couple of things that you're going to see online because the, the online, it tends to be extreme, right? It's either I am extremely not, I, I'm extremely not okay with this trade, or I'm extremely okay with this trade. And how can you not be look at this number I found? And, and I think that it's fair on both sides, but I think that truth is somewhere up the middle. And I want you to be wary of, of uh, you know, because here's the thing. If, if Matt Murray's great and he takes him to the second or the third round, oh, fucking Dubas is a genius. Yep. Well, no, he made a bet. And right. I don't think, I don't think even, you know, looking back on this season next year, when we're talking on July the 11th or 12th or whatever it is today, Next season, let's say if the Leafs have been successful and they got past that first round barrier, based on this move alone, you can't be like, well, Dubas is a genius. He knew all along. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. And anybody that tells you they know is lying to you. They don't know. We don't know. Is Matt Murray capable? We've seen that. Absolutely, he's capable. We just don't know if his body can hold up anymore. And then anybody that says, well, you know, this is a terrible trade, blah, blah, blah. I guess they could be proven right. But the reality is that this is still a very good hockey team. And if they were to go that route, Steve, that you mentioned and replace management, I don't think the next person's going to come in and blow it up. I think they'll tinker. I think they'll change the focus and say that focus didn't work. Move a few players in, move, move a few players out and continue to build around Matthews and Marner. And by the way, there are some major implications. Steve, you touched on it in your video for Austin Matthews specifically, but Nylander as well, who's up in a couple of years too. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because sure. there is 24 months less than mm -hmm. until that contract expires. Yep. And you have to show progress or, uh, you know, the league's reigning MVP, 60 goal scorer, first one in over a decade is gone. He's potentially gone. You know, uh, this time next year, he could be already signed to an extension that makes him a leaf for life or makes him a leaf till at least 32 till he's melting, which, which is cool or yeah, something <laughs> like that, you know, because I don't think he's into the whole long-term thing. I think he's smart and pays attention to other sports and he's like, Oh, these NBA guys sure make a lot of money, but you know, what, what am I signing the eight year deal for? Mm -hmm. um, but it, I don't understand why, you know, LA keeps getting brought up and people are talking about them, you know, uh, Fridge said they're going to win the, the Pacific. He said someone told him that on the draft floor. Um, I don't think they're far away at all. I know they didn't win in the first round. Does that sound familiar? Um, you know, but uh, they're going to open up cap space. And I'm worried. Uh, I'm worried about losing this guy. I'm worried about losing this guy because if this doesn't work, it's not just, you know, I'm sick of Toronto. This isn't, this isn't going to work. I can't do it here. It's, oh, this team has no idea what they're doing. Well, and I don't think it'll ever come to that point. Because I feel like, do I, do I feel like he could leave? And absolutely. But, but I think that first off, what's going to happen, I, here's what I believe is going to happen next year. The Leafs are going to make the playoffs. They'll get bounced in round one or two, at least the way it looks like at this point. <laughs> Jeez, that's unacceptable. That's but, but then. What are you talking about? But then. Oh, oh, okay. So we're all skeptics, but then I'm, I'm not allowed to say that, that they'll probably get no, bounced you don't around know. one or two. I thought we, I thought we I just came to the conclusion that we don't know what's going to happen. If this, this if is, this, if this works out, they get to the second round. If it, if even if it doesn't, my point here 
is that next summer, if he does sign an extension, let's say this all works out great. Dubas is still here. Matt Murray's got a Vesna trophy in his, in his cabinet. It's fantastic. Um, the chances of, of Austin Matthews signing more than a one-year contract extension are very small. And the reason for that is the cap jumps in 2025. You got to remember that, right? So, he, for, so for Leaf fans, as though your anxiety wasn't heavy enough, this guy's probably not going to sign for, uh, for much more than a year or two to extend, even if things do work out, because he wants to make the most money possible. Who can blame him? Right? It's, it's once again... We're in July. I had someone earnestly tweet at me. Oh, come on. Like, we're not going to know till April. Relax. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a okay. Long time. <laughs> oh, just relax then. Just relax till April. Come on. Colorado didn't need to be told this in the off season. Yeah. Tampa didn't need to be told this. Good teams don't be, don't need to be told. Ah, relax. It'll work itself out. Yeah. Because they know. One one final thing on the Matt Murray goaltending thing mm-hmm. for all for all last season for as good as the Leafs were, they didn't receive good goaltending for four months out of the five months of the regular season in the NHL. Yeah. The reason they lost in the first round wasn't because of goaltending. The reason they had a successful regular season wasn't because of goaltending. They were certainly not under nine hundred save percentage throughout most of the regular season. So when it comes down to it, it probably won't be goaltending that's the deciding factor on the success or the not success of this team. And we'll see how it plays out. But I think it'll be around the edges of the roster and the superstars showing up or not showing up. Give me a 905 goaltender. Give me a 905 goaltender. If Matt Murray's a 905 goaltender the whole season, they're fine. That'd they're be better than what fine. Campbell delivered for most yep. of last season. Agreed. And if he 100%. can be a 950 goaltender in the playoffs like he was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that would be great, <laughs> then too. Then we're good. Very quickly, I just want to throw this out there. Um, uh, Ilya Samsonov is, is, a, is a free agent. He didn't have a great year last year, but <coughs> maybe that's a potential option for the Leafs that they did not know was going to be available. Yeah. Um, and beyond... Orhalak. Excuse me, Orhalak? Somebody uh, call Alan Walsh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Halak. New Halak spring. Let's go. Um, <coughs> the other thing I want to ask you guys, and I just want to ask this as a question. The Leafs were apparently in on Marc-Andre Fleury at the trade deadline. Okay. If, I don't know why that deal fell apart, but has that been reported? Do we know why that deal fell apart? Because it wasn't uh, because it leaked. It leaked after. The asking price was too high for them. Is that for the Leafs? Yeah. Are, are you going to say the Leafs should trade for Murray and reunite them? No, what I'm saying is I think maybe they made a mistake there. If, if, if the asking price was too high for the Leafs, I mean, I know it included Matt Nyes, but I wondered, yeah. could you not have excluded Matt Nyes and Brandon Hagel and made a deal there? If you could have had Flurry in Toronto and sold him on the city, you just signed for three and a half million, right? I don't know. I just wonder if that was, I'm not saying that it would have been perfect or whatever, but it does feel like maybe there was a missed opportunity there. I don't know if I'm wrong on that one. No, but. that goes back to the conversation of there were, better options out there and other teams scooped up those better options before the Leafs could get there. Right. Right. Uh, lastly, um, uh, this just broke and it will probably get lost in the shuffle. This was supposed to be exclusively Matt Murray boys, but I, I do want to ask you about this. Um, cause it seems icky to me. The Philadelphia Flyers are, are, uh, buying out Oscar Limblom. I mean, a year off of cancer. Uh, like, did the Flyers do it? 
Did the Flyers do it? Yes, they just, yeah. Well, then it's bad. Them, okay. <laughs> well, they just placed them on unconditional waivers yeah. uh, for the purposes of a buyout. No, the good story, bad team. Can't have them. Bye. And they said, in recognition of Oscar's inspiration of the city of Philadelphia, the Flyers announced today that... Uh, We're going to uh, pay him not to play for us. <laughs> charities will make a donation of hundred grand in Oscar's name to a local organization that supports families impacted by cancer. So they knew this was going to be a bad PR move. Yeah, and I mean... It, those organizations will benefit from that money and For it's sure. good. Um, hmm. I got to say, I, it is icky, but by NHL standards, at least they had the foresight to see that it was icky mm-hmm. and at least some <laughs> good could come from it. People didn't have to jump on them for it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I look at that and I go, you couldn't, you couldn't IR the guy. I don't know. It just seems odd to me. Or just stick to your guy. He's he's very young, is he not? Yes, he is. Yeah. But I guess they want to go out and spend big tomorrow. So. Dude's 25. That's a mistake. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> you're the Flyers. You don't know what you're doing with money. That's right. Well, I uh, just thought I'd let you know that. Okay. So listen, the reality is we're going to leave it at this. Nobody knows how this is going to work out. Um, if you're on the side of, I don't think it's going to work out, I think you're probably in the majority. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's impossible that it couldn't go completely the other way. And you never know what happens tomorrow, right? And you never know who becomes available at the trade deadline. Who saw uh, Marc-Andre Fleury in Vegas breaking up ever? And they did. Abruptly. Right? For nothing. Uh, very, very abruptly. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what comes. And obviously, the Leafs still have a good team. Relax. You all made it through the best of Toscala years anyway, right? Right. <laughs> All right. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, and we will be back on Thursday to wrap up day one of free agency and then Friday to wrap up day two of free agency. It's going to be a wild one. And also CJ show coming out on Thursday as well. I'm sure CJ is going to have some unbelievable insights for you. And we'll see how this all shakes out. Draft stream on Sportsnet. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow afternoon, I believe it starts at 1130. Should be going to three. Me and Grab. Might do another video from my channel. Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. Follow the guys on Twitter. At Steve underscore Dangle. At Adam W-Y-L-D-E. And at Jesse Blake. Connection.